Welcome back to Howl History. Derek Harper and Chad Cox here once again, taking you back to 1989 to visit our favorite Minnesota Timberwolves team. It's the only team we visited so far, so it's got to be our favorite. Chad, how you doing this week? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing just dandy. Awesome. Yep. Enjoying all the, all the real-time games? Uh, not as much. No? Okay. <laughs> how about you? No, no, no. Yeah. They're, they're not, uh, I don't know. I was super psyched to get this whole thing started. Super psyched about another Wolf season. I was like, let's just make a podcast. You know, even though it's historical, we'll still have the the energy behind cheering for the the current Wolves. We'll pop those guys in every once in a while. I'll do every other week. You know, looking at the normal team or the current team. And ooh, it is tough to get on here even weekly to talk about this current Wolves Wolves team at the moment. Oh, it is, and it's not. I mean, it's like a prototypical Wolves team where they're still. Just enough little silver linings to keep dangling you along yeah. to like, ooh, maybe if if McDaniels turns out and Ant turns out and you know all these other things all fall in place, we might be a playoff team. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, that's the goal. Well, it's like you look at them and what are they now? They're four and fourteen, four and thirteen. I don't even know. To be honest, I, I didn't look at. I haven't looked at the record in a while. I was thinking about that during the game last night. I'm just like. How many losses do we have? Like, how, many, how long is the season? It feels like the season we're like two thirds of the way through it. I know, but I know the reality is we're not. Um, but we're in a hole that's deep enough where we're probably not. Right, the season's know, most probably. likely lost. Unfortunately, I mean they've only had four games with Towns, but that's that's just another thing. You talk yourself into well when Towns comes back and if D'Angelo is is healthy, and then maybe Edwards got some more confidence over these last few games against Golden State, and now they have their power forward rotation worked out with Vanderbilt and McDaniels, and Wancho won't even see the floor anymore, and we're all going to be happy. We'll win 20 in a row, and then it'll be a playoff team. It's like... It's it's insane that it's almost been a full calendar year since we got all those guys, D'Lo and all those guys. And yeah. D'Lo and Cat have still only played like five games together. Yeah. I mean, it's... I, 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 I mean, it's got to be the only thing that is saving Ryan's job right now is the fact that his team just hasn't been able to play together. Right. And then, and then the team at that point is it's more of an indictment on Rosas of what's left without Cat healthy that this team isn't even competitive. Like mm-hmm. then, then it's like, well, how do you fire the coach when the talent he's got to coach also isn't up to par? I mean, so it's like, well, that's that's Rosas's determination, right? If he thinks that the talent is good enough, that then they should be competitive without Towns. Yeah, then, yeah, then and it might be has, for, yeah, yeah, it might be for his determination. I mean, I mean more as the public, right? You yeah, know, as us as fans and the writers in town, that it's like, okay, Rosas might think that, hey, I'm giving you an an A squad, and you guys are performing like a D squad, mm-hmm. uh, and I know our top players out and all that, but the reality is, it's like, come on. Like, we have a bunch of guys who aren't even in the rotation on, on many teams. You know, like, uh, Jane McDaniel, who has been a bright spot for this team, probably isn't cracking the rotation for most teams yet at this point in his career because, you know, he's so raw. So, I, you know, I, and then you got our forwards are a mess, whether it's was yeah. when it was Wancho, Lehman, uh, Vanderbilt. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody's what, showing yeah. their warts hardcore right now. Right. It's just right. hard. Yeah. Yeah, there might be a coach that could do something more than what Ryan's doing with this, but I kind of, I've kind of come over the Ryan Saunders component of this to the point of thinking I don't know what what, what anybody could really do with this. They might get another two or three wins at this point, mm-hmm. but you know, considering that your best player's been out, your second best player's now missed a couple games in a row. Um, the your big free agent guy that you got in or trade through trade in Rubio hasn't. 
played up to even his level. Yeah. So it's like the only guy that you can say you nailed was Beasley because yeah, so far so good on him. But um, you know, Ant's had its ups and downs. You know, I mean, it's just all right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, last point is just kind of Rosas came in with this did the deck stacked against him, which I think mm-hmm. we could all agree, but. If he was going to feel that way, if he was going to say this is going to take a couple of years to dig out of this financial hole, this this cap hell that we're in, then he sh- he couldn't have traded that pick to get D'Lo. He just needed to accept where they were and not try to fi- find a Band-Aid. So we're in a spot right now where he has said, we've put together a team that I support, and I gave an a legitimate asset to do it. But if yeah. that team's not not winning, then he's well, it's an indictment on him. And Dane broke it down. I just listened to his podcast from a couple of days ago today. He kind of broke down that trade in, in a way that I kind of didn't consider before, which is, you know, that we gave up the first round pick, but we also gave up our second round pick mm-hmm. for 2021, which could, yeah, at this point, it's looking like a very yeah, early 31, round pick. right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be worth a lot. And we already know, as in Dane's words, he actually said it this way we already know what it's worth because Golden State traded it for Kelly Oubre. Which, you know, he's not having a as good a year as he's had in the last couple. But he's still, like, how would he look on this team right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he would be here instead of Rubio probably because the way the salaries work. But still, you know, a, a good player, a solid player. Um, and then beyond that, you look at, did we really need to even throw in those extra picks when one of the key benefits for that trade for the Warriors was to not, to avoid paying the luxury tax yeah. or the repeater tax and I think they probably called our bluff. They knew how badly we wanted D'Lo. But I wonder if they, the Wolves would have held out, would the Warriors really have been content paying the repeater tax for D'Lo, who wasn't any better a fit there than... I mean, he's, he's probably mm-hmm. a lesser fit there than Wiggins. Wiggins is turning out to be a better fit there this year yeah. than D'Lo was. And, and vice versa. I'm still not be, uh, down on that trade because I still think D'Lo is a better fit than Wiggins. Um, but it's those picks right now that are key. Yeah, and making that trade look a little lopsided right now. So, nonetheless, we went down that rabbit hole for way too long. This is not a current season uh, episode. We are going to try something a little bit new tonight. We are going to turn on the 1989-1990 first home game for the Minnesota Timberwolves on YouTube. I'll put out the link on uh, Twitter when we publish this episode if anybody wants to watch along. But we're just going to watch it, start to finish. It's two minutes or two hours and eleven minutes. We, we're not going to publish. A two-hour and eleven-minute episode here, so I'll I'll do some fancy editing afterwards in case there's a lull or a chatter. I don't have something to talk about for a bit, but uh, we're gonna watch the game together. We're gonna give some comments. We're gonna see what Michael Jordan was like in 1989. We're gonna see what uh the Wolves were like with Campbell and Lowe and Pooh and sadly Sam Mitchell was out for this game. Uh, it's only the third game of the season, and one of our one of our all-time favorites isn't available to watch in this one. But uh, we're gonna see how uh, how our inaugural season Timberwolves stack up against uh one of the perennial powerhouses of the league the Chicago Bulls uh Chad what are you looking for what's what kind of lens are you watching this game from um you know to, to kind of see like I, I may kind of compare them to what the Wolves team looks like today because we're, we have a young team today and and this was an expansion team so let's see how how hard that team in 1989 fights compared to like what the 2020-21 team competes at, you know, without Towns as a superstar, we don't have any superstars on this team that are watching, you know, our best player is Tony Campbell for this mm-hmm. game, so mm-hmm. we're gonna 
we'll see how he does. Um, but then, you know, I'll also be kind of keeping an eye on like what, how Jordan and the Bulls look. This is, this is sort of the, the eve of their dynasty run here. Yep. 1989 so they were always already a really good team but they weren't quite you know the doubles team yet <laughs> not quite this is phil jackson's first first season with the chicago bulls as a head coach well i got not not with the chicago bulls but as their head coach this is his first season so only his uh third game uh coming in here uh no horace grant for the bulls stacy king is actually starting in his stead the highly selected rookie uh for chicago um and then like we said no uh no, Sam Mitchell for the Wolves. So Tyrone Corbin is getting his first start of this season for the Timberwolves after his, his lengthy uh, holdout heading through training camp in the preseason that we discussed in the last episode. Uh, so, Chad, you ready to get this started? Yep, let's do it. All right. Three, two, one, go. We got a NASCAR guy. All right, there we go. <laughs> All right. Oh, All right. look at that. Young Kevin Harlan. Kevin Harlan and Len Elmore on the, on the call tonight. Of course, we start out with... Uh, Living legend Michael Jordan coming off most valuable player season. He's he's really the story of, of any game during this era, so it's going to be fun to watch him again. Rightfully so. So Scotty's still young in this. He's not quite Scotty Pippen yet. Even Jordan looks so young. Yeah. I can't get over how young Kevin Harlan looks. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin isn't quite as polished either. I mean, this is... he's had multiple seasons of professional sports um, broadcasting at this point, but he's not the uh, the 1995 Kevin Garnett, Kevin Harlan yet. Sure, sure. So, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember these two together. No, I don't. I don't remember watching Leno more at all. So, no. I think uh, the first color commentator I really, I truly remember like hardcore is Trent Tucker. I'm not sure yep. who would who would have come before him, but. Yeah, I remember Trent. I remember um, was Mikhail before or after Trent? Mikhail, Mikhail would have, he would have had to have been before because Trent was during their playoff runs he, yeah, when Mikhail, Mikhail was GM. Mikhail did it for a, a run too, but I, Mikhail might have even done it in between Tucker. I'm trying to remember. Um, but he was Mikhail was actually pretty good with him. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure Mikhail's always been very verbose. Yeah. Oh, Michael scored 54 in the season opener. So he's already off to a hot streak. Scored 40 in their second game. So at this point in the season, he's averaging 47 points a game. We'll see what he can do against the expansion Timberwolves. Phil Jackson. Game at the Dome. It looks, it's just. It's so big. Yeah, it looks like the Final Four. It reminds me more of the Final Four games than it does NBA probably Mm -hmm. because, you know. Most of our games are played at Target Center, but Phil Jackson's mustache, the nineteen eighty five CBA coach of the year. <laughs> it doesn't look like the upper deck has anybody up there though, does it? No, I don't think they filled it. Harlan's announcing the Sam Mitchell will be gone until Sunday, so he'll be back soon. Luckily not a, a long term <laughs> injury. Must be a thigh contusion. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> Bilateral leg weakness. G- general soreness. <laughs> Sam's a wuss. David Stern is in the audience. It's nice to have him here for Minnesota's first home game ever. And of course, Jimmy Jam. Any uh, longtime Timberwolves fan is going to be uh, very re- familiar with Jimmy Jam at the games. I wonder if Superfan was there 
I can't imagine he was there before the Target Center. Can you? I, you know, I guess we'll see because the guy definitely wants to be seen. Oh, there's Bill. <laughs> Bill Musselman. He looks like a Bond villain. I know. That blonde <laughs> hair just really stands out, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look real. It looks... Bleached. Yeah. I hope we get a good shot of, Thib- of uh, Tibbs. I think he wore Zubas to first game. <laughs> He's just wearing the warm-up outfit on the side. Chewing somebody out. Mm-hmm. Mm. A rough start for the first broadcast here. Throwing it to the PA announcer just so he can tell everybody that they'll be thrown out if they throw anything on the floor. Followed by a, a long, silent pause. Yeah, when I started watching this game, I must have watched one of the other versions because it, it was like, it, it just was already, ball was already yeah. being tipped off. So, uh, kind of, I I didn't see these wide-angle shots of the dome, so it's kind of cool to see these. Man, that floor looks so good, doesn't it? It does. Kind of wish they would come go back to do, you know, like watching the Warriors-Wolves games the last couple nights, like, looks like they're changing the courts up throughout the um, season. Yeah. Some teams and, definitely are, depending on the uniforms. Or yeah, wearing. Miami's done it, and uh, well, Wolves should go back to this court for a couple mm-hmm. of games. That'd be awesome. Mm, former Minneapolis Lakers getting uh, recognized. Vern Mickelson. I don't think she played. Mm. <laughs> she would have been a point guard. <laughs> Midge Berger, the widow of Ben Berger. We need more midges in our life. We do need. Somebody's got to bring that name back. We went old school with our names. Midge was never in the consideration, though. You can't say go kind of old school, yeah. Don Carson. Oh, Bud Grant. Grant. I don't know what he has to do with the Lakers, but I think they just needed a cheer from somebody. Oh, Bud Grant, former Minneapolis Laker. Yeah. If this had been a Lakers history podcast, we would have known (laughs) that. He's a four-sport star. (laughs) Legit. Like, he's he's like... uh, My brothers and I always... uh, we always argue over who's Sid, the best Minnesota Sid, athlete. Sid's favorite. getting booed. 30 years ago, Sid somehow is getting booed changed. already. Yep. <laughs> Poor Sid. Joe Hutton, former Minneapolis Laker. I don't know who. I've never heard of Joe Hutton. I haven't either. It looks like Kevin Lynch. The, the security guard behind him looks like Kevin mm-hmm. Lynch. Man, that guy looks like he was in the mafia. He does look like a mafia guy. Jimmy Hoppe. I need his name. Tony Jarrows. Well, he, de- he definitely was in the Mafia. Yeah. He was the original Peck. <laughs> I remember that name. He actually looks a lot younger than the rest of the guys. Mm-hmm. How's that possible? Yeah. Oh, oh Phil Dunning. Oh, no, it's George Mikan. There's George Mikan. <laughs> Young Frankenstein out there. One of my first Wolves games I went to with my dad, George Mikan was just a couple rows up behind us. Yeah. My dad's like, that's that's George Mikan. I'm like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> he's like, he's one of the greatest players ever played. You should go up there and say hi to him. Right. Like, okay. Uh, no, I think I'll pass. And he's like, no, no, I'll just go up there and say <laughs> So I, I finally go up there and I'm just like kind of awkward. And he could kind of tell. He's very nice. But he just shook my hand, asked me how I was enjoying the game. Because it was like a halftime that I, that I went yeah. up there. But Whitey Skoog. That's a good name. That, yeah, it is. He and Midge should. get together yeah whitey and midge don smith boring don smith yeah that's like the most ordinary name there is 
Oh, this guy, Max Winter. Not to be confused with Tex Winter on the Bulls. Bench. No, but wasn't there relation there? I don't know. Should I look it up? I was going to look it up too. I still think it's kind of a crock that the Lakers kept the Minneapolis Lakers records in history. I know that bugs me for all sports. Like when you have uh, like the Browns and all that, you know, yeah. they don't. Um... The history stays with the city. And if you ever get a team back, you get the history. Right. Yeah, well, I can't find anything on Max and Tex. There's like a, a young David Stern. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Bob Stein. First introductory speech as team president. And after nearly 30 years, NBA basketball is back in Minnesota, which is just Isn't crazy. Kind of weird to think? We've had them longer years. than we, they were gone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So weird. I wonder if it felt like that for like our parents, like when the basketball came back, but just it felt like, you know, about the amount of time we've had them for us. Yeah. The difference was, is like basketball was so not what it was yeah. when they left town versus what, I mean, even what they were, you know, now it's, it's basketball's huge. I mean, mm-hmm. it's arguably the second biggest sport in the United States after football, but. Stein inviting the crowd to demonstrate the famous Minnesota enthusiasm. And I'm not sure if, <laughs> if that's ever been a real thing. Yeah, this is, this predates the, uh, the Thunderdome era with Ditka and all that, where mm-hmm. the, Make sure I was so loud. Man, Stern looks young, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. God, I really like that court. Yeah. It's just like the the matte finish and the, the nice dark wood. Yeah, and then the blue all the way around. Yeah. It just looks really classy. The white warm-ups on the team just look really awesome, too. They should at least put it, give it to us in 2K. That'd Give us that court. Okay. Yeah. Somebody has to have created it as a custom court. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I doubt it. We're like the only two Timberwolves fans. <laughs> the only people listening to this are related to us. <laughs> those guys behind Stern look like they're really enjoying that speech. Yeah, those Lakers <laughs> just love standing up. Oh, there are people on the upper deck. Yeah, there is now. <laughs> Earlier when they were showing up from this view, there was... That's why I, I was like, they had to, because they were talking about, you know, we broke all the attendance records and stuff that yeah. first season. Yeah. They had to have been putting people in the upper deck, but. You know, this game with uh, King being a high lottery pick for the Bulls and then Pooh on our team reminds me a lot of these last couple games of the, the 2020 Wolves with Edwards playing against Wiseman. Sure. Just watching rookie against rookie to see how the picks turned out and who's going to feel good after after this game. The Bulls don't really need King to be a star, but. Similar to the way the Warriors would be had everybody been healthy. Yeah. If Clay were playing, they wouldn't be relying on Wiseman a whole lot. Yeah. All right. Announcing the rosters or the lineups. You think uh, Jordan gets a, a big cheer from the crowd? Yeah. My guess is th- three quarters of that crowd is only there for Jordan. <laughs> Just like every other time he came here and played. <laughs> That's what always drives me nuts about when I go to the Wolves games is how many people are for the other wearing team. Lake. Yeah. Well, for like the Lakers in particular, for whatever. I mean, I get they started off here, but it's not like old timers that are wearing Lakers stuff. It's the kids, you know. Yeah. Jack Haley. 
I don't remember him on that team. I don't either, but he plays a lot in this game. Will Purdue. Boy, second season, he still looks like a 10-year vet. Yep. There's Stacy King. Skinny Stacy King. Yeah. Rookie out of Oklahoma. Was he the third pick? Uh, second or third, yeah. Scotty Pippen. Third season. Cartwright. Cartwright already in his 10th season before they've even won a championship. Mm-hmm. There's that big Minnesota cheer for Michael Jordan. God, only a sixth year. It's just a peak of his powers, too. Still looks young, too. Yep. Man, we're old. (laughs) (laughs) God, those are classy warm-up uniforms. They are. They're like silk. Yeah. I would wear that. Giant wolf on the back, the word Minnesota curved over the top. Not sure I can pull it off, but I'd wear it. Man, I never leave my house anymore. I can pull off anything. (laughs) Scott Roth with with a rockin' uh, mullet there. He kind of looks like Jokic, but with like... A little bit, yeah. An 80s haircut. How come white guys change their style like every five years and... They never find one that looks good? No. I like the the flat tops. The Corbin, Tiger Mm -hmm. Corbin flat top Mm -hmm. back then. Todd Murphy, starting power forward. All right, here comes Tony Campbell in his goatee. Over or under 30 shots for Tony Campbell in this game? I'll still say under. I, I, I think Musselman would bench him <laughs> shot that many times. Sidney Lowell looks exa- exactly the same yep. then as he does now. That guy doesn't age. No, he's just as thick then as he is now, too. Yeah, yeah. The hairline's about the same point mm-hmm. as it was. Just a tank. Oh my god, Joe Crawford. All that hair. I've always hated Joe Crawford. Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> he's no Ken Maurer, but he's, he's never somebody you cheered for. Tail the tape. Sitting right. low versus John Paxson. Low, six foot, 203. And he looks every bit of that 203. He's like a human kettlebell. <laughs> Campbell versus Jordan. Whoa, Campbell a lot heavier than I thought yeah, he was. Yeah, he's got 35, 36 pounds on Jordan. He doesn't let's, look like it. Let's see know? if he uses it well to slow Jordan down. Back him down. Mm-hmm. Be aggressive with him. Knock him to the floor a few times. Dunk in his face. Yeah. That's what I would do if I were Tony Campbell and playing Michael Jordan. Oh, no. The family of Jacob Wetterling being honored at center court. Wow. That can't be long long after the event happened. Oh. I do not remember that at all. All right, we got Lowhouse versus Cartwright. That's going to go well. Kind of weird they break it in the middle. I know. <laughs> There's sure all these matchups. Are they br- like... hmm. All right, we, we did like three of them. Get now ready for gonna... the game. Now to honor <laughs> Jacob Waterling. And now get yeah. ready for the game again. Or listen, Horace, but he, he didn't play. You know, no. He said, huh? Yeah. Must have been a late scratch. Yeah, Stacy King stepped in for him, and then Tyrone Corbin gets to try to be the defensive stopper for the Timberwolves. Look how close they were together on the tip-off. There was, like, no spacing there. All ten guys right around the circle. Boy, they're really fighting for position. (laughs) Ten guys inside the three-point line. You've got to do a lot of fighting for position. I know, it makes the court look so small. Yep. 
Cartwright fouled on a fadeaway uh, turnaround on the very first play of the game. Murphy doesn't like the call. Murphy's a grinder, man. He earns what he gets. Cartwright with this kind of awkward shooting. Mm-hmm. Man, the short shorts and the long socks with the, the flat shoes. Is it just me or is Jaden McDaniels wear shorter shorts than the rest of the guys on the team today? You notice that? I haven't. I really I wish he would wear the long undershorts, though, like Brad Lowhouse is wearing. <laughs> I don't know if it's just because he's so long. Yeah. And it looks like that. But, it, I mean, even standing next to other guys about his height, it seemed like his shorts are shorter than everyone else's. So I had read an article when we were looking into one of our previous episodes that the Wolves specifically said they weren't going to wear um, Michael Jordan-like shorts. They're going to go with appropriate length shorts. Now they look ridiculous. Yeah. Brad Lowhouse trying to take out MJ's knees. That could have been the end of MJ's career right there. We wouldn't even remember the Bulls because of Brad Lowhouse. Would have been the end of Lowhouse's career, too. It's true. (laughs) Man, that's that's an ACL right there. Yeah. What a jerk. Win at any cost, Bill Musselman. How many of those companies on those billboards are still around? Super America, Miller Lite. And there's like Northwest Airlines. That's gone. Super America's not, there's not really too many of those left in the state. Bowling ball brings the ball all the way down the floor. Gets blocked underneath the basket. Boy, this is, uh, there is not a lot of momentum in this game, is there? There's like no. a fall on everything. <laughs> is that a goaltend by Stacy King? Sydney Lowe's? First two points of the game. Jordan missed his first shot and then just turned it over. What a bum. Totally overrated. Bench him. Campbell, mid-range jump shot. 4-2. First lead of the season. Stop the count. (laughs) King with an and one opportunity. Nice little hook, too. You don't see a lot of those hook shots anymore, do you? No. I suppose Town still has some. Yeah, you don't see a lot of guys go inside anymore. But no. Do you think the the center these days is is kind of back from where it was a few years ago? I don't think it's all the way back. I think it's starting to go that way. I know, like when you and I talked this summer, um, you know. Uh, well, I guess it was even later in the, than the summer because it was before the draft, though, because mm-hmm. we were talking about, you know, Wiseman versus Ant. Hey, another nice shot. Um, about, you know, I, I like the idea of the Wolves going against the grind and going big. Well, then a lot of teams started doing that anyway this summer or this offseason. Yeah. Keep wanting to say this summer, but the offseason was actually right. like, you know, Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, so, you know, I've, it looks like that. I mean, I think teams have figured out that. You can't be a good defensive team without a good big man, mm-hmm. you know, and you know you can only do so much with playing small ball on defense. You can be a great offensive team, but it's just unfortunate that Carl's missed so much time. Right. Otherwise, if you put him up there with Gobert and Jokic and Embiid on Philly, yeah. it would just it would kind of be a good good uh, season right now for for big men. They'd be getting a little bit more recognition as being prominent players yep. again. 
Bam Abadayo. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, you look at other big men who aren't even, you know, starting for their teams. Like, uh, Julio Okafor back in this era would have yeah. been a monster. Re- yeah. Yeah. Jordan with his first basket gives Chicago the lead in 98. Campbell's made a couple nice, uh, mid range jump shots and gets fouled right here to go to the line. Bullied him all yep. the way to the. Jordan can't handle Campbell. I mean, Campbell is. I mean, he's a big dude. I didn't realize he was that that heavy, and he's not fat. Mm-mm. He's pretty jacked. I swear to God, that's a Bond villain over there. <laughs> he does not look like a basketball coach. If you show me just his his headshot, yep. I'd be like, oh, that guy was. He was in one of those Bond movies with Sean Connery, wasn't he? He's trying to figure out a way to take over the world. <laughs> Man, I just cannot get over how big Sidney Lowe is. Just all his weights in his lower body, too. I'm trying to think of who... I mean, he looks like a football player yeah. playing basketball because it's like his shoulders are big. Right, it's like a Gus Edwards running back type. Right. I just want to see Pooh get in the game. This doesn't... I mean, they don't look like an expansion team, though. They're like... They, they, they're running sets. They're not... They run more sets than the current Timberwolves do. For sure. And they don't look outmatched. Yeah. I mean, Campbell look... with two more. Eight already. Michael's taking it easy so far, trying to get everybody else involved. They're really making an effort to get it down low and try to take advantage of our bigs with Murphy and Lowhouse down there. We're kind of doing the same thing, trying to get down low. So you just wonder if that's just more of the... The style of the... The style, yeah. yeah. Well, Jordan's afraid of Campbell. They put Scotty on him already. Try to cool him off. That's right. <laughs> First team all defense, Michael Jordan wasn't cutting it. Just call him James Harden. They made the shot, but I'm just not in love with a fast break that leads to a a low house 18-footer from the baseline. This Wolves team, though, has so far has been having trouble finishing at the rim, just like the current Wolves team. Mm-hmm. 20 years later, and Lowhouse is stretched out to the corner, and that's a three-pointer. Oh, there's there's Tibbs. Kirby! Oh, Kirby! Kirby's at the game. Looking sharp, Kirby. Nice fedora. American League batting champion. Another guy in the height of his powers. Yeah, no kidding. He had to be the most popular guy in the state right now oh, at that point. For years. Basically till KG. I mean... Yeah. I mean, the Vikings weren't exactly lighting the world on fire at that point. They were no. just... They had retread Jim McMahon for a, a year or two and... Warren Moon K- for a couple years. Yeah, and they were they were decent with the Warren Moon years. They had, um, but yeah, the KG kind of became the, the local sports hero and then kind of ran parallel with Randy Moss. Yep. Obviously, the Vikings are a more popular team here, but. Yeah, I mean, Chris Carter was always a big deal, but he wasn't as mainstream until Moss came along and it was more of a duo thing. Right. And Moss was like, just, he was big nationally. You know, he yep. was just superstar right from the get go. Well, KG and Moss are probably the last time we had big national 
icons. Yeah, you don't think Adrian Peterson? I suppose. I mean, going for the 2,000 yards at the time. Yeah, yeah he was, uh, you know, Dante won MVP, or should have won MVP in 2004, so that was, I mean, Moss was here. Was he here? No, that was the after the year after Moss was traded, I believe. Fantasy football helps any football player be nationally recognized. I'm just not sure if they were may as mainstream, but one of those top ten players in the NFL type guys. Yeah, I mean, I think Dante was for that one year. Then there was then yeah. Favre, but he wasn't really ours. Yeah, and you blocked that out anyway. Anybody else can have him. I don't claim him. You think Lowe's going to play the whole first quarter? You think Musselman's just going to be Musselman right away? Probably is. He's not picking up any falls. He'll play 48 if he doesn't foul out. He's just going to soften the defense. (laughs) Running right through him. Yep. He's going to turn into his uh, armadillo defense and just curl up and roll into guys. We haven't even seen a three-point attempted yet. No, Jordan made a a shot with his foot on the line, but that was the closest I've seen. So weird. Mm -hmm. Cartwright with another hook. Lowhouse just can't handle him down, though. Hopefully they show the stats for points in the paint so we can compare them to, like, last night's game. They probably already have more points in the paint. We're only (laughs) midway through the first quarter. Jordan really freelances on defense, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. I don't know who they have him guarding. I got to pay attention to that to see if they put him on the Wolves' worst offensive player. They had him on Campbell for a, a couple possessions early, but then yeah. uh, they put Pippen Scotty's on him. been on him. Yeah. yeah, Scotty's been on him ever since. Once he hit his eighth point, Scotty's been on him. You got Jordan playing the the Giannis defense, where he's not going to guard the team's best player. He's just going to free range and play free safety up back there. I think he's been on Corbin. Cartwright just Cartwright and King just playing volleyball out there with the ball to keep it over our guys' heads. Sydney Lowe, personal profile. Hometown, Washington, D.C., member of the CBA champions in three different seasons with Bill Musselman. They gave me about three seconds to read that graphic. <laughs> Get it together. Enjoys dancing, music, and baseball. <laughs> and Bench pressing trucks. <laughs> oh, Jordan's guarding Corbin apparently because he just forced yep. that turnover. Corbin, who's playing for a new contract right now, he he looks nervous guarding Jordan. Yep. He kind of a narrow stance. His feet are kind of like tapping him. He's biting on every little fake. Well, he's a tank too. Corbin's a he big is. guy. I mean, for that era. Like you, most guys didn't have any muscle deficit. We had a lot of guys that were pretty good. Yeah, they had some good size on them. Yeah, Campbell, look how tall he looks. He looks like a center next to John Paxson. Mm-hmm. He would be a center today. <laughs> He's Nas's height. Todd Murphy with a turnaround fadeaway off the side of the backboard. Too easy. Oh, I know. Oh, I was gonna say too easy, but then he completely missed. Campbell with an and one. Jordan misses Campbell and one. That's how you do it, Jordan. Yep. MVP of the game so far, Tony Campbell. He he has been, though. Like, 
What that he's going for his eleventh point here if he hits a free throw? Yeah. Must just wear down. There it is. All right, eleven look. first quarter points so far. One thing I'm noticing is that they don't show the score and time nearly as often as they do these days. No, they don't. I wonder how they did the graphics. Yeah. You and I both have a graphics background. So I wonder how they did the graphics back then. Yeah, I mean, the only experience I really have is so I was a broadcasting major in college. So I used the, you know, the broadcasting production trucks, but they were like the local cable channels would come out and we'd we'd sit in the truck and do the graphics and everything like that. So I would assume what we had in 2004 was very similar to what the NBA was using in 1989, but we never had anything that was like a live graphic for score or anything like that, unless we put a camera directly on the scoreboard and then overlaid it on top of the game. So, Which, yeah, like they always did with a shot clock and stuff. Yeah. Jordan fouling to avoid having to guard Tony Campbell on a move to the basket. He's intimidated. Phil Jackson is not happy. Chicago up, 21-19. Still in the first quarter. Crunch's costume. There you go. No jersey on Crunch. Just straight up wolf. So weird. Being naked Crunch. Yep. Oh, there's muscle. He's got like a white cat he's stroking out. Tony Campbell, 14 points on 6 of 7 shooting. I wonder if, like, I mean, obviously Jordan was already one of the best players in the league at this point. Probably was the best player. But mm-hmm. I wonder if the guys on the Wolves team were already, you know, like, for a long part of Jordan's career, everybody played up. You know, like they played harder because they knew they were playing Mike. Yep. I wonder if the Wolves were already kind of. Ooh. ooh right As he dunks it right over Lowhouse. <laughs> but I wonder if they were, they had that sort of mentality in this yep. game. Or if they're just pumped because it's also the first home game in franchise yep. three. And... So I'm, we just had like a five minute timeout, and I'm assuming we're a majority of the way through the first quarter, and Musselman didn't make any substitutions. <laughs> So, so the starters are still on the floor. Maybe they're refusing to go in because they like their warm-up suit so much. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen me? Uh-oh. Jordan's getting active out here. That was a quick four points. To be fair, doesn't look like Chicago's made any substitutions either. Cartwright, Paxson, Jordan. Pippen. And... Pippen's not on the floor. That's Stacey. Oh, right. That is King. King. Yeah. They're flat tops from... The cheap seats look the same. Is that Hodges? No, Davis. Davis scores right off the bench. Microwave badge from 2K. <laughs> One eighteen left in the first quarter. There we go. More of that, please. Yep. Help us out here. Red River TV. Campbell with another mid-range jump shot, but he nails it. What's he got? 16 now? I think so. The rest of the team's got five? Six? Bid on that. Oh, pump fake. King just playing with Lowhouse down low. Future All Star Stacy King. Chicago also up by seven, twenty nine, twenty two. You know what I'm going to be doing tomorrow is looking to see if you can buy pieces of this court on eBay. It's so good. <laughs> I really like it. Trying to figure out how to finish my basement. Ooh, Todd Murphy with a nice take. But uh, thinking about finishing my basement, if I could find this court, I'd definitely lay it down the over the whole floor. Be sweet. You see uh, Matt Stafford recently put his uh, house up for sale in Detroit, and he's got uh, an indoor basketball court with one of the, the the Detroit Pistons' original floor from the... Oh, really? Yeah, from the Bad Boys days. That'd be pretty sweet. Two, one. 
Uh, Corbin does a, not get the layoff, layup off a, before the buzzer. I have a square from the turf of the Metrodome. Yeah. And then I have one of the seats from the Metrodome. Uh, so I'm not as cool as I. Yeah. Bad boys court. <laughs> All right. Well, it's 29-24 after one quarter. Chicago's up. Tony Campbell, though, looking like a future uh, star for the Minnesota Timberwolves. 16 points in that first quarter. All right, we're back. Beginning oh, in the second oh, quarter. Same five guy? No, we got... Uh, we got... Uh, what? There? No, it's... um. Uh, the... Mullet guy. Yeah. yeah. Roth. Scott Roth. And uh, Doug Wessel was in there too. Was he? Okay. But yeah, Scott Roth bringing the ball up the floor as the as the forward. But Sidney Lowe is, of course, still on the floor. That's Nikola Jokic with a mullet. Yeah. Roth, Todd Murphy, Sidney Lowe, Doug West, and Tom oh. Corbin. Oh, stopped by Wennington. No, it's a low. It's not Wennington yet. It's... um. What's oh, Purdue. Name? Purdue, yeah. yeah we'll... Wennington comes later. Oh, Wennington's the second three-peat, not the first three-peat. <laughs> oh, Purdue. <laughs> Purdue yeah. with a, a, a trio of moves to get himself open before airballing the lefty hook. I think it almost went over the backboard from three <laughs> feet. <laughs> and to think, just a few years later, Will Purdue will be traded for uh, Dennis Rodman. He was great in uh, Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> Doug West, two shots and two possessions, but he makes the second one. B.J. Armstrong? Yep. Sidney Lowe still out there. B.J. Armstrong wants in on that heat. Sidney Lowe is twice B.J. Armstrong's size. I know. B.J. knows all knows too because he's barely crossing half court. Wow, Roth with a, with a downright Rodman-like save behind his back. Todd ooh, Murphy ooh, with the one-handed it. rebound but misses the layup. So many missed layups already. And some things never change. No. Oh, man. That's terrifying. You <laughs> looked angry. And Purdue is just not good. I mean, we don't have anybody to stop him, which is unfortunate. But Well, he's like a foot taller than our next tallest guy. Yeah. Now that Lowhouse is on the bench. we got Todd Murphy at 6'9", playing center. That's what I mean, like... Jaleel Okafor would have been a wreck in this league yep. <laughs> if Will Purdue's your starting center on a champ- championship team. I was talking to my wife before this, and she goes, you guys should just turn off the audio and then broadcast the game as if you were the announcers so that people could listen to a radio version of this game and, and go through the whole thing. I was like, I don't know if I can live up to the to what Kevin Harlan put put out there. No. What do, you, do you do it like the way you're like, ah, moving left to, to right on your radio dial. <laughs> Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> subscribe button in 1989. <laughs> we could they they did the Radco commercial. We could have been Radco, your yeah. truck accessories. <laughs> we just do all the audio for the commercials too. Even the sitcoms we've never heard of. <laughs> Corbin pull up mid range jump shot and he makes it. How good would Terrell Brandon be on this team? Stop and pop. Yeah. Well, with Jordan on the bench, the Wolves have come back at the beginning of the second quarter to tie it 30-30. to Will Purdue, the one-man offensive show, taking every shot for Chicago at the moment, missing them all. Fans in the Dome chanting, 
Ball hog. <laughs> oh. Phil's got to get that triangle working. I don't think he's got it yet. No. Lowe's going to back that dump truck of a butt back up into BJ all the way to the basket. BJ was stretching. He had that <laughs> arm extended as far as he could. <laughs> he's just like, what the hell? This guy plays basketball? I can't even get my hand to his back because his butt's so big. <laughs> I think he's a WWF champion. Why is he out here? Yokozuna. See, Scotty's in without Michael. Let's see if he can um, take over the game here. So, do we only have one guy with like a one guy has a knee brace on? Nobody else. There's not. I mean, it's like seems like today's era. Everybody's got knee braces or pads on. Yeah, they have the the tights or, or the, the undershirt. Or, yeah. yeah. Back then, there's like there's literally one guy in Chicago that's got a knee pad and that mm-hmm. Pippin. Yeah. <sighs> I was trying to see, is 22 got like a calf thing? Looks like his, might have had like some sort of pad on his calf, but just I'm, different. It's yeah. Interesting how like, is that a fashion thing? The guys are wearing all these? Or is it all medical? Yeah. Or is it just like, is there science behind it? Ah, oh, Doug West with a nice take, just can't finish with the left hand. Next like time Jordan answer. comes in, I got to see what shoes he's wearing. Yeah, we forgot to look at that. Can't believe both of us. Sydney Lowe with a fast break. He pulls up. What the heck? And he calls timeout. Oh, he must have hurt himself. Stomped a hole through the floor. Had to repair it. (laughs) I think his back. He threw out his back. Yeah. Well, I guess we're going to see Pooh for the first time tonight. Three games into the season, and Musselman's already worn down Sydney Lowe. Now he's going to. He's some very evil to Sidney Loeb. It's <laughs> <laughs> forcing him to use his bench. How dare you? I told you what would happen if I had to put in a sub. He's going to strap him to like a rocket. <laughs> Fire him from his under underwater lair. Who is all over the place? I don't think he knows where he's, who he's supposed to be guarding, though. It looks a lot different when you don't have a linebacker bringing the ball down the court. Yeah. He's got a little bit of height on BJ, but... He doesn't seem as confident with his dribble. He's no. not taking it at him. Well, you wonder if must even let him practice. Yeah. If it was just Sidney Lowe got all those reps, too. Scott Roth currently the uh, top offensive option on the floor for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Scott Roth takes another shot. Leaves it short. Rick. Yep. Oh! Scotty's a bum. Pooh, Pooh got him second-guessing himself. Pretty sure every player on the Timberwolves is a ball hog. <laughs> Except for the point guards. Lowe yep. and Pooh aren't allowed to shoot. Must have been a staple of the Muscleman offense. Oh, this looks oh looks <laughs> like we're gonna get a really sweet ad. Chicago Bulls franchise history. First NBA season, sixty six, sixty seven. One division title, never in the championship. All time scoring leader, Bob Love. Rebound leader, Tom Borwinkle. That uh, that history book's going to change here pretty quick, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's Five kind of... second violation on the Bulls. Wow. Scotty again with another mistake. They're pressuring them. Early Don't second work. quarter here, and I'm not seeing a championship team out of Chicago. Oh, Jordan's back, though. Scott Roth with another shot attempt. And another miss from three feet. Mm-hmm. Who's the Timberwolves' uh, Scott Roth of today? Bench player is totally overmatched, but has no uh, no qualms about taking all the shots. 
I was going to say Wancho, but he's not really a bench player, is he? Uh, hopefully he is now. <laughs> I just wanted to get you going. <laughs> I want to see a patented Tyrone Corbin offensive rebound. That's what I'm waiting for. I was told by the Star Tribune that that's what he brings to the team. He's a big dude. Another yes. big guy. Yeah. You know, part of it is like you're looking at Doug West and Pooh Richard are rookies, but, you know, even Pooh, I mean, his, his thighs are jacked. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you forget those guys, they're not 19 year olds. You know, they're. No, yeah, they're. They're full grown men. 22, 23 when they're coming in. Yeah. So the rookies are. I mean, yeah, there's no Jaden McDaniels out there, that's for sure. Right, right. I was going to say, obviously, you know, Anthony Edwards isn't your typical 19 year old yeah. either, but these guys aren't even, you know, they look different even for rookies. And you're like, what's, what is it? And then you're like, oh, yeah. They're not kids. They're actually, you know, fully, fully grown. Mm-hmm. Donald Royal in the game for the first time. The one thing they all have in common is they can't hit from three feet. Nope. They're going to miss um, every layup the rest of this game. You got blocked, so. Cartwright is not happy. Going back to the bench with three personal fouls. You're a bum, Cartwright. That's right. Bring the rookie back in. We're going to take advantage of Stacy King. Where's the house? I want him to keep Roth out there. We need more mullets in the NBA. Well, you look. I, I just I want to get better look at him. Close up, he looks so much like Jokic to me. He looks like a cross between Jokic and Andrew Galata. You remember him? No. <laughs> Who's Andrew Polish, Galata? Polish boxer, heavyweight boxer. He fought. Well, he fought all the guys: Lewis and Tyson, and oh base. gosh, he passed rocketed into the third row by Pooh. He quit one of his heavyweight fights. I think it was against the Tyson. Okay. Was either Tyson or Lennox Lewis. He quit it in the corner. Like after like just the second round. Yeah. Just don't go back out there anymore. Oh. King met at the rim by Donald Royal. That was a look back then too. A little. I don't even know what you call that. It's not like a rat tail that it's got King ass. <laughs> RC's King ass. But it's got the, the little triangular piece of hair that he leaves. Yep. You notice that right the at the bottom at neck. the base of his neck, yeah. You think if we went on Google, we could find a picture of Bill Musselman smiling? Do you think one exists? Maybe one of those deep fakes. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy King, nineteen eighty nine Big Eight Player of the Year, out of Oklahoma. When's Tony you Campbell know, for, coming back in? For Pooh having the nickname of Cheese, double teaming him. Yeah, trapped at half court. And they still, they still have more guys under the rim than us. Roth misses another layup, but he gets fouled this time. And he punches the floor. Yeah. Pre- pre- fake punches the floor. <laughs> I don't think the foul affected the shot. He just missed it, but luckily he got bailed out after. Oh, we got to look at Jordan's shoes if we can see him. All right, from there, he doesn't look so much like Jokic. <laughs> just from the side. Are those Jordan ones? No. Roth with a steal off the throwaway. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Completely whiffs on the layup. Yeah. Just a bit outside. Goes for the layup and yeah, ricochets to the free throw line. <laughs> Who's this guy? Is it it's Neely? Like Is it Todd Neely? I don't know, he looks like a band instructor. <laughs> this is a six foot ten band instructor. <laughs> That's a guy that plays a flute. <laughs> Or a clarinet. Right, here comes Jordan. Couple moves. 
Oh, had the ball poked away by Corbin. Defensive stopper, Tyrone Corbin. Jordan's getting frustrated. He's out of his game. Just like Steph in the first half last night, going one for nine. Oh, Jordan rises up baseline. Oh, no, that's too easy. That was Patton and Jordan. Yeah, it was. He's the only one out there who looks like a modern NBA player. Boy, they, you know, the, the guys in the truck have to take all that time to build those graphics for the score, and they literally put them up there for a fraction mm-hmm. of a second. And they, come down. they keep pulling them down before the Wolves shoot a layup just in case they happen to make one. No shy, no, no uh, shortage of free throw attempts here for the Timberwolves, though. I wonder what it is. If only they show us those stats. I don't think they show us many stats during the game. No, we might get something no. at halftime. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if they were showing us incorrect stats because they just lost count and they need to go back and count at halftime. Yeah, you wonder if they had like runners running the stuff up to them. Mm-hmm. Somebody's keeping the stats, but there's no live feed to the truck. wonder if there's any other uh, like princes there or somebody like that. The only celebrity really outside of the other Laker players, yeah. Bud Grant, was uh, Kirby that they showed. Hey, don't forget Jimmy Jam. I didn't. I missed him when you said it, so I must. No, Kevin Harlan just announced him. He didn't oh. actually show him. You notice they don't even have the uh, the charge circle on the floor. Oh, that was a Shaquille O'Neal invention. Was it? Yeah, Shaq changed a lot of the rules. Just. Oh. Think about that era when if Shaq, I mean, even Shaq came along, what, yeah. three years later? Yeah, he was almost there. Or, yeah, three years later. Yeah, and he, I mean, like today, you know, you have other guys that are almost as big as Shaq around the league. You know, mm-hmm. Jokic is a big guy. I mean, he's not the physical he's, freak that no. Shaq was, but but you get the point. Like, but I mean, Embiid's like 7'3 out there. Right. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, you didn't have a lot of guys like that back then. No. I mean, a lot of the centers were maybe seven foot, but they were two twenty. Yeah, like, or you had a the seven three guy, like a Will Purdue, was you know, yeah, like an anchor. Like he just didn't go anywhere. What's he going to do with Shaq? You know. Well, that's when remember when Jordan came back in ninety five. They had to just throw three centers on the floor to have eighteen total fouls available to fight Shaq with. Right, right. They knew they couldn't get anybody that was actually going to do anything against him. And lots of guys who shouldn't be shooting, sh- taking shots on this floor. Scotty with the turnaround. Yeah. Not a clean game so far from Pippen, though. This touch isn't there yet this season. Jordan up on Pooh near half court. Roth with another shot. He's a, he's a hothead. He almost fake punched the floor again. <laughs> well, Muss likes it. It's almost a smile. He likes Roth. Musselman just wants to see somebody more upset than he is. And they really turned the ball over to Pippen a lot in this game, didn't they? Or this year. Ooh. Oh, there's an acrobatic shot. That is a classic Jordan layup right there. Fouled 180, flips the ball over his head, going to the line for three. Oh, Corbin got caught trying to steal. Roth thought he could stop him by grabbing his off arm. Tom Hanneman coming up at halftime. I would guess he was going to look young, but yet Tom Hanneman never really aged anyway. He no. looked pretty much the same his entire life. Even up until he passed, he still looked like he's only 45. Yeah. It's like he, he was like, looked like a teenager until he was like 19. And then when he was 19, like immediately he looked like he was 30. <laughs> and looked he like he was 30 like... until he was 60. And all of a sudden he looked like he was 45. Right. Yeah. All right. Low House is coming back in to settle things down. Take a seat, Scott Roth. Getting a little too aggressive out there. 
All right, 44-37 Chicago, 141 left in the first half. Coca-Cola family section tickets for most home games still available for $3.50 a seat. Jeez. You can get like a half a hot dog for that now. Second quarter field goals. Chicago 5 for 15, Minnesota 4 for 15. We're watching a barn burner here, folks. Paxton misses. Corbin can't handle the rebound. Slams it out of bounds. Biggest lead of the night now at 46-37. Oh, Campbell's back in. All right. Let's see what he can do. Jumper over Jordan. Oh, he's not as hot as he was in the first quarter. He has a weird hitch with his shot, too. Like, sort of jumps, and, and then he, like, shoots as he's going down. Mm-hmm. Another oh, jump ball. Oh, come on. Campbell gets undercut on a rebound, lands on his back, and they just come in and grab the ball from him. Then they say jump ball. It's like, well, here he had it. Oh. <laughs> Jordan follows his own shot because yeah. Corbin tried to leak out. Literally no one boxed out. Campbell waving out the uh, his teammates because he's got John Paxson on him. Now he's double teamed. Kicks out to Pooh. Will Pooh shoot? No, he won't shoot. Doug no, Westwell, though. Three? Oh. First three-point shot I remember seeing. Oh, block. Doug West blocks Jordan. Tony Campbell, three on two. Takes it himself. Around Touch the world and through. Every bit of the Five seconds there. left in the first half. One second. Well, Pippen gets a shot off, but or, no or recognition though. It's like he just didn't realize it. Yep. They don't have the clock above the backboard yet. Yeah, I suppose to be fair, where are you going to see a clock in the dome? Right. <laughs> it's a thousand feet away from you. All right, we are heading to halftime. It is Chicago forty-eight, Minnesota thirty-nine. Wolves are going to have to put on some some type of a comeback to win this game. It doesn't look like Lowe's coming out for the second half. Still on the bench, not getting treatment, but Pretty Chicago's got time. 33 rebounds. Minnesota to 25 has 25. Minnesota only 64% from the free throw line and 38% from the floor, though. So Not going to do it got, with those numbers. You got four more shots in Chicago. So Pooh must be playing every other minute the rest of the game then because I don't think we have a third point guard, do we? Not that I remember. I think they cut him. Ooh, Lowhouse with a three-point attempt. Off Jordan's hands on the rebound. Minnesota gets the ball back. Pooh trying to play fuller general. Wait until somebody gets open. Bank shot. There you go, Pooh. Two points on the board. Pooh Richardson. King's setting up in the post. Even as a rookie, he's got a nice size advantage against Lowhouse. Corbin yeah. with a good steal and a fast break. Oh, and he lays it up. <laughs> he, oh, took, no. he took off about a foot too early. <laughs> he wasn't going to make it on that one. And then Jordan comes down, just kind of oh. toys with him and spins him around. Gets fouled on the jump shot and makes it anyway. That didn't look like a fall. Let's go see that again. You don't get a lot of re- or replays. No, you don't. No. Especially no close-up. Uh, let's see that again from multiple angles replays. Kevin okay. Harlan saying Cheers. that Jordan's making $8 million this year in salary and endorsements combined. $2.5 million from the Bulls and the other 5 and a half from endorsements. Can you imagine getting Michael Jordan on your team for $2.5 million? I mean, I guess at the time, the what was the seller cap? Like seven and a half million? Yes. Seven and a half or eight or somewhere yeah. around there. But he's taken up like a third of the cap. So it's essentially a max contract, even though max contracts didn't exist. But in terms of basketball revenues, that's that's a pretty big number back in 1989. 
Musselman's trying to figure out who he's going to kill when he gets home to work off his <laughs> there, anger. There's Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis behind him. Oh, there they are. Yep. What do you think Musselman does in his evil lair after losses? Builds bombs. He's got the people to kill list like Steve Buscemi and Billy Madison. <laughs> I picture it a little more swanky of a lair. <laughs> more like a Dr. Evil. It's got a volcano lair. That's why it never worked out in Minnesota. It's too flat here. There's nowhere to build a good lair. Right. How do you hide a lair in a cornfield? And every time these guys, and by these guys I mean the wolves, take a shot, it's like they're surprised to have been left open and they weren't prepared for it. All the bulls need to do is get in their way and then step out of the way, and the wolves panic and throw up a, a shot off the side of the backboard. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, that was out on Jordan. Yeah. Jordan's mad about that call, but... He just volleyball spiked it out of bounds, yeah. and now he's upset. Oh. Early substitution comes. bringing in Scott Roth. You need instant offense. I think we're seeing tonight why Lowhouse uh, might be traded here pretty soon. Need more size on the interior so you don't get bullied by Stacy King and Bill Cartwright. For that inevitable finals matchup. Ooh, nice pass. Murphy trying to finish inside Jordan and Pippen, but gets the foul anyway. Well, they do have shot clocks about the hoops there. I just can't get over Todd Murphy spelling his name T-O-D. I was, I was just going to say the same thing. Todd with one D. Every time I read it when looking at this team, it just messes with my head. Yeah, like it's an error. Yeah. Yep. It's weird how far back Pooh sets things up. Yeah. He really sets up 40 feet from the basket and tries to watch his guys get ready. And it's not like, you know, Steph Curry setting up back there because he can make <laughs> them from there. <laughs> We're not even attempting shots from the three-point line, nope. let alone. Oh, Pooh almost had a nice rejection on Jordan, but they got called for the foul. Must have caught the arm. Oh, we're going to get a replay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's all arm. <laughs> it is. <laughs> He took a haymaker across Jordan's arms to try to stop that one. Phil looks bored. This is going to be an easy 30 points for Jordan. He's not even going to break a sweat. Wolves all of a sudden down 15 points somehow. I feel like the Wolves have had the ball almost this entire third quarter, and yet they haven't been able to score. Not a bad offensive rebounding team, though. No. Campbell hasn't... This, he hasn't taken... That's like, what, his second shot this half? Oh, Stolen. Get it. Campbell again. There he gets it. Campbell's got a nice mid-range jump shot. It's the Kawhi Leonard out there. <laughs> Just before his time, apparently. Doesn't feel like Pippen's really engaged in this one. I mean, Pippen's got a face that makes him look like he's not really engaged in any game. I was going to say, he kind of always has that sort of calm look on his face mm -hmm. all the time. Never too up or too down. <laughs> What's that? Oh, no. Oh, man. Campbell drove to the lane, lost his balance, tried to shoot, came up two feet short, so it was an air ball. Chicago, for some reason, tries to save it. They send it right back to Campbell, and he just lays it right in. And to be honest, I thought he only had a 50-50 shot of putting it in there uncontested. Yeah. The way that they're missing all these shots at the rim. Scott Roth doesn't hesitate to shoot immediately. Oh, that looked like it was out on Scotty. Timeout, Chicago. Oh, no, timeout, Minnesota. 59-48. It's only an 11-point game here, still in the third quarter. Not a blowout yet. Oh, there's some fans with Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael who? We're here for Wolves. Oh, no, it says Love Wolves. All right, passing the six-minute mark of the third quarter here. Wolves keeping it within striking distance. If anybody can get hot, like Scott Roth with that jump shot. Scott Roth, he's just a bucket. He's not shy, that's for sure. Ooh, fast break. Pooh and Jordan. Jordan backs oh. off. 
Let them have it. All oh, the whole crowd's chanting poo. Cut it to seven. Is that boo or poo? Don't do it. No. <laughs> Todd Murphy misses twice from oh point blank God. range. I mean, he can't jump high enough to get the ball over the rim, though. I know. He's like, what is he, 6'8", six, 6'9"? Six, yeah. Poo finding oh, Scott Roth. Ass. A banker from Scott Roth. 6-0 run by Minnesota. Oh, Crunch could put a shirt on. Oh, he decided he was a little underdressed for the occasion. Somebody pointed out that he was naked. <laughs> for God's sakes, Crunch. At least put a shirt on. <laughs> We don't care about pants. Another turnover by Chicago. Big run here by Minnesota. Really getting the crowd into it. That guy looks happy. This is the moment of the game right here. 59-54. run. See if they can capitalize and get what get it within one possession here. Roth with a three. Aw, front rim. Murphy with an offensive oh. rebound, though. God, he's got to have like 10 offensive rebounds. Yeah. Murphy with the jump oh. shot. Didn't even go glass. 8-0 run. Look how fans are. They were so dressed so well back then. They're all wearing like sweaters. Yep. And... Coming straight from work. Now you see somebody at a game like that and you're like, you've never watched basketball in your life. <laughs> Poser. There's... Who gave you these tickets? Oh, Roth misses a layup. That would have made it a one-point game. But Pooh with another steal. Man, Chicago is sloppy. Pooh's feeling a lot uh, more comfortable. Yeah, he is. Campbell with the basket. Kevin Harlan's losing his mind right yeah, now. Shirt tie guy. Timeout okay. Chicago. Timeout Chicago. Standing ovation. What a run. 10-0 by Minnesota. Phil Jackson is not pleased. What a run by Minnesota. And you're right. Pooh looks a lot more comfortable. Ah, oh, the karate right, kid. I'd be watching that on Friday at 8. It was on. <laughs> that movie comes on, I watch it. I probably, I was just telling my son, I probably seen that movie it's streaming and i have two copies of the dvd but i won't watch it unless i catch it on television i i yeah i i don't know that i ever i probably have rebought that thing that movie seven times over my life but yeah i think i only ever watch it the tv cuts when it's on this is like because now you know you look through the cable menu yeah yeah. i get so disappointed when i see karate kid and then i see it's the jaden smith one i'm like ah what am i watching right now Alien Nation. Alien Nation? Yep. I've never even heard of it. I never watch it, but these commercials always mesmerize me as a kid, so I have no (laughs) idea what's going on in them. This is so weird. (laughs) I mean, look at that guy's face. Told you. you. Yeah. I am uncomfortable after watching the promo for Alien Nation. Jordan. Jordan getting lazy out there. Cartwright misses. But gets his own rebound, puts it up over the top. Ah, the run is done. This is a weird YouTube clip or video because, like, the first quarter they played a bunch of commercials. Then yeah. all of a sudden, midway through, all the way through the, to halftime, they like edited all the commercials, and here we are in the third quarter, and now we're seeing commercials of alienation again. Roth gets triple teamed, and Jordan jumps the oh. passing lane. Holy right. cow! Oh. Cool. Double first clutch from the dotted line. I mean, you're not going home dissatisfied with some a couple of the plays that you've seen Jordan make tonight. Campbell. Campbell oh. the basket, though. Brings it back to three. A back-and-forth affair here between Minnesota and Chicago. Even the look on the Wolves' faces, they all look a little surprised they're in this. Yeah. Campbell just took a deep exhale after 
came back down the court there. I don't know. Tony Campbell looking like the, the number one free agent signing of all time for Minnesota after this game. Do you think he's like Andrew Wiggins where he could only get up for the big games? I don't know. I mean, he was one of the top ten scorers in the league this this whole season, wasn't he? Six, seven, somewhere in there? Four, sure. maybe? Even? We'll have to find out. All right, who's going to make a play? Oh, Corbin down the middle. Nice pass nice. from Pooh to lead him for a bucket. That looked like a modern NBA play. Yeah. Oh. oh. Tried to jump another passing lane. Chicago's That's just Corbin. getting lazy with their passes out there. Corbin gambles on everything, though. Yep. Now you start to see why he was like the leader on the team in steals, because he probably put the team in a lot of tough situations. <laughs> the Allen Iverson school for defense. Oh, the ref gets in the way. Oh, oh he had to go back to the left hand to avoid the defense. Couldn't make the reverse. Jordan's going to spin off of him once, though, and have an easy layup. I mean, he's always on his back. Yeah. I remember as a kid thinking Tyrone Corbin was a good defender, but watching this game, he's an awful defender. <laughs> <laughs> Just lots of gambles. Oh, took it right off the guy, the referee's belt buckle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's where he gets all the stats. Yeah. Gambling all the time. I mean, that's why, you know, when we talked earlier, Jordan had that free dunk. Yeah. Jordan is 26 already, midway through the third, and it's a quiet 26. He's had a couple flashy plays, but overall, doesn't even feel like it. Pooh flashing Ooh, nice. underneath. Nice reverse there. Crowd still in it. Pooh! I don't know. I know that... Si- oh, gosh. Campbell oh. goes for the steal. Um, I know that Sidney Lowe is Musselman's guy, but Pooh is so much better. He is. Musselman's fired up. Does not like that foul call. Sat down for a split second. <laughs> Stood right back up. And BJ it's, just looks like a kid, doesn't he? I mean, he always, he always did. Kind of, he always kind of looked like a kid to me. He, he still looks like a kid, even on his interviews with For the Last Dance. Yeah. Oof. That's that was, a nice buzzer beater there by Jordan with 3.8 seconds left in the quarter. Scott Roth, though, throws it out yeah. of bounds. <laughs> that was awful. He had the ball for less than four seconds, and Scott couldn't even get it across half court before throwing it out of bounds. Half a second left. Do you think they get a shot off? Yes. I think they're aware. Oh, they got the shot off, but Haley couldn't do anything with it. He tried the Christian Leitner shot from the free throw line. Even though the Christian Leitner shot hadn't happened yet. It was very much like the Christian Leitner. 69-64. End of the third quarter. Roth is the most entertaining guy on this team. He is a jacker, yeah. (laughs) The difference between a shooter and a scorer. And he's like all kinds of animated in between plays. And meanwhile, Jordan got tired of this uh, little pesky Timberwolves team making a run. I think he scored like six in a row. And now he's not even sweating. No. I mean, he's completely dry. Yeah, we had three guys stop him. He just dished it off for an easy dunk. Chicago's quickly up by nine here at the beginning of the fourth quarter. It's like the 2020 Wolves. They have no uh, rotation at the beginning of the fourth quarter. We try to put in the subs for a few minutes to try to get the the starters a breather before heading back in and everything falls apart. Pooh's got to be tired now. He's getting no break. Now it's Sydney's out. 
That's the trouble with only running with two point guards. Yep. You think the Wolves have a, another run in them? Try to make this a little bit closer as the game winds down here? I gotta you think Jordan's going to close it out. I think I got to believe the Wolves are getting pretty tired here. They've only played like eight guys in this whole game. Yeah. And the only guys out of... Oh, geez. There's another... Yeah. Corbin gambled again. He is a bad defender. That's not at all how I remember him. (laughs) Oh, now he's getting... Pushing and shoving. The beginning of the... uh, There's Sam Mitchell. There he is. That's a slick suit, Looking sharp. Yeah. He's always been a well-dressed dude. He's talking over there, too. Man, man. I wish he was playing. It'd be nice to see young Sam Mitchell. He's another guy that hasn't aged. I mean, he's. I know he's got gray hair now, but yeah. his face looks exactly the same. It's just his hair change color. It's like he, he purposely dyed it gray just to look cooler. <laughs> to look he had to get age. the respect of his teams when he was coaching. So right. he just made himself look older. He, he, he aged well. Looks good. Jordan's going to the bench. I uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the last we see of him tonight unless the Wolves can make another run here. Still quite a bit of time left, but... Still no three-pointers. No. Pippen with an air ball from 20 feet wow. teaches you why maybe we haven't seen any three-pointers. It was a different game back then. It really was. Campbell was posting up. Or not Campbell. Uh, Corbin was posting up, though. Well, they had B.J. Armstrong on him. If Sidney Lowe was twice B.J. Armstrong's size. <laughs> Sidney Lowe might out- outweigh Corbin, too. Corbin with another open jump shot. He's going to be the second leading scorer on this team. They're still only down five. Yeah. And as we've seen, not a lot of talent on oh, this Bulls team away. outside of Jordan and Pippen. Oh, Pooh Don't with a swipe him. underneath. Pushes a fast break. Ah, uh, no separation. Uh, Campbell misses a layup. I mean, they could have all three been holding hands on the court. They were so close <laughs> together. Pooh's really getting into this in the second half He's... of the game. This is how I remember Pooh. Yeah. Another miss. So it's weird, you know, going back, because yep. I'm sure I haven't watched this game since it first aired, but going back and watching this, like my impressions of Tyrone Corbin are, were completely off. And my impressions of Pooh were, exi- this is, I mean, uh, it's one game, small sample size. This is exactly how I remember Pooh yeah. playing all Pooh's the time. Pooh's not a shooter, but I'm really enjoying watching him right now. Yeah. Lots of energy. Yeah. It's pretty smart. Third game of his career, I would be I would be very happy with him if I if this was a live season. Block. God, Chicago there. is just they have nothing oh, without on. Jordan on the floor. Who with a shot? But they're I mean they're right on top. That guy's got a Donald Trump haircut. They um <laughs> all three of them are right on top of each other. Yeah, they just all run for the basket, which is tough. Yeah. Two guys can defend three very easily, but all of a sudden Minnesota's back down by one. Still a close game, 73-72 here in the fourth. Giving the fans a chance to see MJ come back in. You can't give him the night off. No. Pooh has eight points, four rebounds, four assists. So, And another turnover by Chicago. Jeez. That was pressure that Pooh put on him. I think Jordan's back on the floor, though. He wasn't involved in that play, but he's back out there. Minnesota going for the lead here. Pooh's so much more comfortable than when he first came in. Raw. Oh, and a good pass, Campbell. Nice pump fake by Campbell, nice. and they take the lead. Cartwright travels. Man, this crowd is going nuts. Musselman's oh, excited. Musselman. He's a fist pump. I don't know what that is, but he keeps doing it. <laughs> he keeps flashing <laughs> his hands. 
Ten, 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 ten. Reminds me of Sean William Scott. Is it Sean William Scott? Ten. Perfect ten. <laughs> oh, Roth is going to shoot again. He's got the oh, ball. He's double teamed. Oh, no. But Corbin oh, with the rebound. Corbin shoots and, off the basket. Oh, oh. Another offensive rebound. Scott oh, Roth boy. is fouled. And he's dead. <laughs> that was That's the last we see of Scott Roth. <laughs> he was a, oh, the mullet saved him. I don't see how enough is going to change in the rest of this game for one of the, the stars of this team to not be Scott Roth. Watch how hard down. Really review oh. what the rest of his career looked like. He doesn't know how to pass, which might be a downfall for him. But he is fun to watch. And they're double teaming him. Look at that with no with no spacing on the floor. Yeah, it's tough like, to drive the lane. Yeah, they drive the lane and immediately. There's three defenders on him. It's like every time Anthony Edwards drives the lane right now. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh Either. Jordan, quick spin, flips it up off his end of his fingertips. Tough shot, Corbin whining. Chicago back up on, by one. I'm begging on Tyrone Corbin a lot tonight, but you are, which is kind of funny because he was one, like as a kid, he was one of my favorite players. Campbell with the fadeaway over Pippen, but can't get that one to fall and loose ball foul. It's going to stay on this end of the floor, though. Man, Jordan just makes stupid plays look too easy. If anybody on the Wolves was taking some of these shots, I'd just be disgusted by them. <laughs> How much does Musselman want this win right now? Oh, God. He looks so in pain. Yeah. It's like grimacing. All right. Murphy with a couple free throws here. Made the first, trying to take the lead back with the second. And the Wolves are in front. Murphy looks like somebody to me. I don't know if it's like Philip Rivers. <laughs> ah, Cartwright. Six inches on anybody else on the floor right now. See if they just go to him the rest of the game. Six Be minutes weird. left in the fourth quarter. Just One point mono, game. Mono on mono duo between <laughs> Scott, Scott Roth, Roth and Bill Cartwright. <laughs> Not yeah, what George. the network was ta- was uh, tabbing this one as. Oh, uh, Campbell didn't pass it quick enough and Pippen double teamed him, got the ball away. Jordan going one on one with Corbin here. Corbin's gonna. Oh, oh there he goes. Cartwright. Oh, back to Jordan. Corbin gambled and. Get it to your leader. Oh, oh, oh that almost oh. paid off. Gambled again. They almost got the turnover, though. Not a lot of time left on the shot clock. We'll see if they can get a quick shot off here. Jordan's talking to him. Yep. Like, what are you doing, man? Oh, they throw it away. Oh. Who's going? Oh, clear oh. path. Clear path. They double teamed Jordan on the pass, so he couldn't get the ball. We're seeing guys like Corbin really gamble a lot. Yeah. Pooh gambled a couple times, and they've all paid off. Man, Paxson just wrapped Pooh up so he couldn't get to the ball. Yeah, I like to see him do that to Sidney Lowell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've given a technical foul to Phil Jackson. And another technical he plods. He plods the technical. He's being sent out. Phil Jackson kicked out of the game. Oh, there is Tex. Tex is there. Yeah, Tex is there. Tex is uh, now the head coach of the Chicago Bulls for the rest of this game. Well, that's why they win. <laughs> Phil Jackson ejected. He was, he was still green. Ah, and they missed the first free throw. Come on, Tony. Five nineteen left. Every basket's important. He's got to be dead tired. Oh, he's so sweaty right now. He's just shining out there. 
Alright, so Campbell made one of the two technical free throws. Here comes Poo to the line. Trying to ice him. Veteran move by Tex winners. <laughs> so I say no breakaway foul. I think they need to challenge that. Musselman needs to use his one challenge. He's doing the tens. He does a lot of hand movements. Yep. Alright. Wolves are back in the lead. Poo's got one more. Well, I didn't expect to see a Phil Jackson ejection in this game. No, that added a whole new wrinkle. Oh, all right. Missed the second. Missed two free throws between Pooh and yeah. Tony. We'll see if they come back to bite him. Jordan with the oh, double team. Double. And Corbin goes for a steal. Finds Paxson wide open, but he misses. Saves it, but he stepped out of bounds. Minnesota's ball. It's got to be about five minutes left in the fourth quarter. This is one heck of a game, Chad. It's a, it's a lot more competitive than you would expect on paper. Yep. The Eastern Conference finalists, Chicago Bulls versus expansion Minnesota Timberwolves. And this thing's going down to the wire. Roth with another shot. This one does not fall, though. Lots of 20-footers from Scott Roth. It's a lazy shot. Not a great game from Pippen, either. He's missed a lot of shots. Ugh. Minnesota just can't corral the rebound. Two straight offensive. Uh-oh. Rebounds for Chicago. Too many chances for a good team. Jordan takes a three and makes it. Oh, first three we saw, isn't it? I think so. Straight away three. Chicago's up 80-78. Pooh doesn't pay attention and Pippen just picks his pocket. Oh, no. 82-78. That was a quick run. Five straight points. Boy, Musselman's got a lot of camera time. He is. (laughs) Uh, Corbin's going at Jordan to try to get this lead back. Oh, Misses. That's a nice move. Pippen with the board gets it to Jordan, who outruns oh. everybody and lays. Oh, oh misses the layup. Oh. Pooh's going. He's trying to push the pace. Jordan's, Jordan's up right on him, on. though. He's just playing with him. Yep. It's disrespectful. Oh, God. Roth finds oh, Campbell under the basket. Whoa. He finally Roth passes. Pass, man. He was just sucking him in, man. He's toying with their minds. They knew they knew he was going to shoot, and he finally knew that it was time to, to make that pass. Well, he, had, he had a pass from the same spot in the third quarter to Campbell, too. When he does decide to pass, he can fire them in there. That's right. Bulls down two. Jordan's going to the line. Uh-oh. We got a blue screen. Okay, we're back. <laughs> Whew. I was going to be upset if we missed the end of this game. That was one of those fancy local commercials. <laughs> <laughs> six for six from Michael. That doesn't seem like a lot of free throws for a seven Michael for Jordan seven game. Now. Yeah. Playing an expansion team that you would expect would be... Slapping around. Per- Jordan is 37 now. Oh, eight for eight from the free throw line. Part of it is Corbin's been on him a lot, and he's just like... Yeah, he's, not, he's nowhere near him by the time he shoots. No, no. All right, down four. Let's see if they can make one last run. Here we go, Roth. Come on. Roth kicks it back out to oh. Pooh for three. Ah. Oh, Another loose ball foul. This time on Minnesota. 2.46 left. Meanwhile, Len Elmore is talking about the fact that people might not agree with that open three-point shot by Pooh. Uh, Paxson with the curl around makes a nice bucket. And he was wide open. Yeah. <laughs> Six-point game, two and a half minutes. It's starting to get away from him here, Chad. Who are they going to go to? Who do they? Who's getting them the bucket? They're going back to Roth? Tony should have kept it. I know he's got Michael on him, but... Roth draws a foul. Is he going back to the line? They over the button in the bonus? I would know all this information if they just gave me a graphic. 
Oh, back to the line. All right, trying to cut this lead down. Why is a left-hander? How's this the first time I'm noticing that? Oof. That well short. Yeah. Shot. <laughs> 12 Oof. points for Scott Roth. If you offered me decent odds that that ends up being his career high, I might take it. <laughs> Five-point game. Chicago just trying to run the, this clock down now. Two people on Jordan. MJ. Shoots from the base. Oh, no. Still makes it. <laughs> That's just a backbreaker right there. I mean, to be fair, Ty, Ty tried to gamble again, and he really was only shooting over Roth by the time he shot it. But, but he was still behind the basket from yeah. 20 feet away. Oh, yeah. Away. It was still a difficult yeah. angle. Uh, Wolves turn it over. Chicago's got the ball and the foul. 88-81. This might be the beginning of the end. Tex winners calmed the, calmed the Bulls down. He really did. Well, Phil knew that he needed to get those uh, technicals to wake his team up. Yeah, motivate them. Yeah. Master tactician already in his third yeah. game coached. Paxson all of a sudden just showing up. This game's going to end up being a, a decent win score-wise for Chicago, but it was much closer than that score is going to show. Yeah, it, it was a hard-fought game. Yeah. Minnesota turns the ball over again. I mean, it's a young team. Not a lot of experience out there. It's not surprising they weren't able to close it out, but and tired. I mean, we haven't. Yeah, they haven't had a sub oh, the entire fourth quarter. Chicago didn't do a lot of substitutions either. To be fair, so at least Jordan just... got a few breaks. So yeah, but part of that was when they were up, you know, eight or nine earlier in the quarter. They sat. I'm thinking that they, that was yep. a wrap. Yep. Meanwhile, Chicago they don't have shooters on the floor, but they just all stand twenty feet away from the basket, so Jordan can just drive. Right. There's the tongue. God, look at him get through that. Two guys in the air. You forget how good Jordan was. Like, what was that, 39, 38 already? 30, 38, 39? I think. Oh, no, because he made that basket, too. So that's got to be 41, 40? 42. Scored over 40, three straight games to start this season already. 56 seconds left. Minnesota's down 11. Chad, who's your? Uh, let's go hockey style on this. Who are your three stars of the game? Well, it's first star, be Tony Campbell. Tony Campbell. All right, big first quarter showed up a bit in the second half here, made some clutch buckets. Second yeah. star. Second. Um, so my three stars are are are. It's like a toss up between two guys on the last two. It's I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give Poo the edge because he changed the yep. whole tempo of this game. His stats might not be as impressive as my third star, which is Scott Roth, who had a good game. Yeah, he was. I mean, the first half it was just a lot of shots, and not a lot of them were going in. But no, but he was uh, active on defense. He was, you know, he's just he was impacting the game. He was like a little bit annoying the way he was barking mm-hmm. after every stoppage in play. But he did have a game there. Doug West and Royalin. I would have liked to see more Doug West in this game since Cor- Corbin had a rough game. Like, would have been nice to see Doug West get a little Tony bit more Tony Campbell run. going for 30 points 30. here. Good showing out of him. Oh, Corbin goes for the steal. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago just winding the clock down, 33 seconds, passing it around the perimeter. Minnesota scrambling. Jordan going to go back to the free throw line. It's weird to see Doug West with hair. Yeah. And two more free throws for Jordan. 40 points right now. It's 41. Yeah. According to... According to the broadcast, at least. 
Yeah, they just showed the stat at the bottom. He had 40 yet when he started his free throws. 42 points for Michael. Let's see. Stacy King. 20. Yep, 30 for 20. Stacy King has 13. Bill Cartwright is 10. No other Bulls in double figures. Scotty only 3 for 11 shooting. Pretty good job. Yeah. And the Bill Musman defense. Minnesota, not a lot of scoring in that starting lineup. Corbin was the only other uh, player besides Tony Campbell to reach double figures. He had 10 points and 7 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 steals, 1 block. So, so you look at his stats, you're like, man, that's like Draymond Green stats. Right. Then you watch it and how much he put his put the team in bad spot by like, you know. Well, here's the thing too. He plays all 48 minutes of this game. Oh, wow. So there's no, uh, there's no, the per 36s aren't going to look very pretty, but, but uh, yeah, so stat line for Corbin, which looks more impressive than it really ended up being. Both Scott Roth and Poole Richardson scoring double figures off the bench. Scott had uh, 12 points, three rebounds, one assist, three steals. Poole with 11 points, five rebounds, four assists, two steals. Both of those guys somehow, you know, got to 30 minutes and 32 minutes respectively for the game. So they played a lot of that second half. Yeah. Todd Murphy changed the whole whole momentum. I mean, the Wolves looked like they were going to get blown out early. Yep. Sydney Lowe goes down, and Austin Pooh comes in looking a little shaky. He settles down, and he ends up putting on a good game. Jordan finishing this one with 45. He plays 40 minutes. Walking the tightrope on the side. It's fouled. Todd Murphy's going to put in 41 minutes. Tony Campbell's going to get 40. It's so crazy because, like, today you don't. Yeah, you don't see that anymore. Yeah, get 40 minutes. Meanwhile, Jordan's the only player in Chicago playing more than 36. They played 11 guys in this game. Minnesota only played nine. Donald Royal only played three of them. So it was really an eight-man rotation for Bill Musselman. And you wonder who even would have got in the game had uh, Sydney not got hurt. Right. One three-pointer made in the entire game by Michael Jordan. That's a different age, Chad. (laughs) Well, Bulls are holding the ball. BJ's going to end up with it. Ball game. Final score of this one, Chicago 96, Minnesota 84. Chicago moves to 3-1 and one in the season. Minnesota's 0-3. Just flock to Jordan. He's walking off the court here. Oh, somebody got a towel. An exciting uh, first experience at the Metrodome for Minnesota Timberwolves fans. It would have been a fun one to be at. Chad, thanks for joining me on this. It's been a yeah, fun couple fun. of hours to watch back on this one. It was it was the most entertaining Wolves game I've watched in, in 2021. It's been a, it's been a, a spell, that's for sure. So, I mean, to be fair, the current Wolves team hasn't got to play a, a 28-year-old or 26-year-old Michael Jordan yet. No. Well, yeah, why don't we come back next week and see how our, our favorite team is doing this season. We'll give a little bit of an update, have some fun with it, come up with some side banter to do. But otherwise, uh, Chad, I hope you enjoy your week. You too, man. Have a good weekend. All right. I'll talk to you soon. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye.